Hey, what's up? This is Taja V. Simpson. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. And always remember, the dream is real. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my ride or dice, Miss Dijon Monique. What? world it's yeah girl <laughs> the man the myth the legend mr pip lily oh i want to dance with somebody hey i saw whitney this week you you, you saw the documentary the, okay no not you, said you saw whitney i'm like wait 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 hold up she came to me in a, in a vision i was like wait a minute dino <laughs> like, you seeing ghosts now <laughs> she came to me in a vision <laughs> okay yeah that's like she said I'm pip like, <laughs> pip i'm back <laughs> Don't cry. Dry your eyes. She came back like, you she are said, every woman. <laughs> you are every woman. I do miss me some Whitney Houston. I do. Did you see that documentary? I yeah. don't think I did see that. You saw the other one, though, right? The one that was on, like, was it HBO or something? I don't know which one I saw, but I've seen one of them. Okay, there's yeah. a new one out now by the same guy that did the Amy Winehouse documentary, did a Whitney Houston, and the family is in this one. Okay. And, uh... It is. I, I like the one on TV better. I'm not gonna lie. The Lifetime. It was. I think it was on Lifetime. It was on what? No, no, not the made-for-TV movie. The one oh. that Angela Bassett directed. Yeah. But the, there was a documentary mm. that basically said that that I think the main theory of that one seemed to be like if she hadn't broken up, if, if Robin hadn't left, or if her family had been less homophobic, maybe yeah. she wouldn't have had the problems that she had. Yeah. This movie was a little bit more global about mm-hmm. her life and mm-hmm. stuff and story. Okay. It was good though. Her brothers was in it. L.A. Reid's in it. Oh, okay. mom's well, I, in it. I love Whitney and Miss Whitney. Yeah. So yeah, L.A. Reid actually says he didn't know she was doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody said he didn't ask what Right. Somebody is like, I thought somebody said, "Hey, Charlemagne, give L.A. Reid donkey of the day <laughs> for saying he didn't know Whitney was doing drugs." <laughs> That's a lie. Okay. Everybody in the theater said. What? what? <laughs> like out loud. Yeah. <laughs> like like my grandma in Peoria knew she was doing drugs. Okay. You Hello? like you she you working with her? You don't know she's doing drugs? Hello, shoop shoop. Okay. It was like, it was like <laughs> <laughs> For real. You can look at Whitney knees and know she was smoked up. Them kneecaps. Oh my god. Smoke her knees. Yeah, man. Okay, I, but I recommend it. I recommend the movie. Okay. okay. 
I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp this past weekend. It was good. I liked it. Okay. Interesting. That's on my list to, yeah. to check out. I don't know if I like the first one. in the theater, but yeah, yeah, I, I, like the, I like the first one, too. The first Ant-Man was really, really good, and mm-hmm. my wife really enjoyed it, too. She wasn't expecting to enjoy it. Me either. Because she's not really into the superhero thing, whatever. I like Paul Rudd, but Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, the way they did it, it was really mm-hmm. one of those things that transcended the, the superhero genre and, and appealed to a wider audience. Yeah. Because well, they brought the yeah. comedy in it, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like farcical, like, the, right. uh, like, uh, what was that one? I liked Deadpool. it. Thor. Oh. Or, or Deadpool. Deadpool uh-huh. is good, definitely goes for the, for the comedy, but I was mm-hmm. like Thor Ra- Ragnarok. 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 Okay. That mm-hmm. definitely went for the comedy too, but it was so yeah. broad and like, like, not cheesy. Well, that. Thor, it, actually, no, it kind of was cheesy. Okay. The, 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 On the purpose. Was, yeah, yeah. But see, what happened was Deadpool came out. It it had, the, like, the you know, the, the, the all the sarcasm and the dark humor, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Hemsworth and was like, ooh, I want to make, I want our, I want Thor to be more like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And they did that, but that, you know, people were mad about it, including me. Yeah. Because that's not Thor's character. Deadpool no. can do, because that's, that's Deadpool. Yeah. Right. So that's why it was great and it worked and the comic book people were loving it, but Thor doing cracking jokes. That's not Thor. Yeah, that's he's like a Thor. royalty. Yeah, that's yeah. not Thor. It's like, you can't, no. Thor making cracking jokes. That's not, no. That's, that's not how that goes. Like being, like, he was like drinking and stuff. Like, come on. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was And then he's silly. like, he's not even from this time. So it was just, it was not. It was silly. It was silly. It was a little silly. It was yeah. a little silly. I, I watched it. I still, it, was, it wasn't horrible, but it was a little silly. Yeah. Yeah. I got this but Ant Man had that kind of comedy that was kind. Of, it, it went along with the character and the right, story exactly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it also had that sort of great American, greatest American hero kind yes. of aspect to it. Like you know, yeah. he tried to figure out how to use the suit. And my my one buddy, he was my buddy L. Shout out to Lance. He was saying that uh, the whole he liked the whole father daughter mm-hmm. uh, angle mm-hmm. of it because he saw it with his daughter and he's got well, he's got a few daughters, you know, and he knows I got the daughter, or whatever. So yeah, he was like, oh, you'll enjoy that aspect of it too i love the redemption story behind the whole ant-man thing because it's like he's a fuck up he's a felon he was in jail Mm -hmm. then he got out you know his wife his ex-wife remarried now he has to you know come back into his daughter's life and show that he's not like a super fuck up he's trying to rebuild then he comes across this you know his last you know whatever he comes across this ant suit and boom redemption so i like that that aspect of it, like yeah. So in other words, Ant Man could have been Black Man. <laughs> <laughs> what I was about to say was, this is the story you want with your dad. <laughs> you know, that's all I was gonna say. That's all I was about to say. I'm like, I see why they made him white, but he could have very well have been black. This is the black struggle, and I appreciate that. That's all I was. You gonna see, say. you saw yourself. In I, did. Okay. I did. I did. I did. Um, that's what I get, you know that's what art does a lot of times we see our own struggles and you know I mean I can't watch X-Men without thinking about okay those mutants ain't nothing but black people sure you know okay, I mean? okay. Okay. for racism right well uh, the original blockbuster Brian Singer one was was about gay about gay rights okay mm. like they mutants are gay people that's mm. how gay people are treated in society yeah. they're, they're different but they're the same. Right. Mm. They have special abilities and people love it when the special abilities work to their favor. When, when you do their flowers. <laughs> Glitter man. Or <laughs> when you decorate their house. When you do their hair, you good. Right. Using their special powers. Shit. Right. But they scared them special powers. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Form of a rainbow. <laughs> Organize man. Activate. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. And actually one of them is gay. Um, What's his name? Ian 
Ian. Oh, okay. McKellen. I'm talking about Ian oh, in real life. The one who plays um, Magneto. Magneto. Uh-huh. In real life, yeah. Well, are they sort of hinted that this character was gay on the in the movies. They never oh. really came out said he was gay, and they. Yeah, he never really had any relationships, but it was always, he, and even in the pre-movies, they kind of sort of hint at that. Mm-hmm. And I always love that, because they got, what's his name in the pre-movies? What's his name uh, with the big dick? Yeah, oh, man. I was going to say, well, Magneto. Oh, who's Magneto in the, the pre-ones? The early, the one they do, the ones with Jennifer Lawrence, the X-Men when they younger? Oh, I thought it Y'all was know who I'm talking about. I can't, think, I can't think of it. You threw me when you're talking about the big day. Like, what? I, I He's a know. British actor. <laughs> like, I don't know what yes. he's like, That's the Magneto we... that I'm thinking about. No, you do know because the same way everybody knows John Hamm got a big dick. It was one of those things everybody talks about. Michael Fassbender. I don't even. I don't. I can't. I don't even know what he looks like. So. Google Michael Fassbender. You see yeah. him. He's been in a lot of movies, and he's been naked in a couple. And he almost knocked, took out an audience, the whole front row, when he turned right. Oh my god! <laughs> so big, it's like did somebody just kick me across the face? <laughs> Don't watch a movie in 3D. <laughs> You'll be like, oh! Did I get wet? <laughs> wow. I didn't see him raise a foot. <laughs> That's a tripod. That's a tripod. So what's been going on, y'all? What's been cranking? Um, shoot. I mean... <laughs> Besides the Winnie movie, I was, I was sick the rest of the week. I had food poisoning. Yeah. I had food poisoning really bad. I ate a bad hard-boiled egg. Mm. It was the worst. Well, yeah. I went my, back mom to work. my mom can't. My mom can't eat sorry. eggs at all. <laughs> <Right>? so. <laughs> I went back to. That's work. worse than that's worse than food poisoning. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! It's like and daily food poisoning. In summertime, at that. <laughs> right. And not only that, because I took off just before the end of the month, and they kind of extended to the beginning. That's when like a lot of reports and stuff are due. Mm. So not only, and then I'm short staffed. So right, when I'm out, my work is just sitting there. It's not mm-hmm. like somebody's covering for me. Mm-hmm. So I had all my work piled up. Then I had all these reports that were due, special projects and all that. So I, this week was like, I made up for the week that I was off. So uh-huh. now I feel like I need another vacation. <laughs> That's how it is. How much vacation time have you earned at this point in your career? Oh, it, 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 um, you mean like how much do I get annually mm-hmm. or something like that? Yes. I get, it's like, um, it comes out to about, it's hard for me to... to Not counting know. personal days. No, I know what you're saying. It, it's hard for me to, to say because the way we do it, the way they do it is like we get it per month. Oh, okay. You know, so many hours per month. But I did do the math at one point. I can't remember how much it is. It's, 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 it's quite a bit. In the, in the bank right now, I have like a, even after vacation, I mm. still like have 137 hours. Whoa, okay. 137 hours I is... Get like, I think I get about 14, 14 or 16 hours a month. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so that's still not that's it's, not it's, that much though. It's, it's, it's quite you. Yeah, it, it, it adds up. It sure like can two, add like up, two, like two days a month. But I'm yeah. just saying, like that's it's so we American and we accept that that's decent. That's not decent. That's, oh, I guess compared. Yeah, for for here is decent. For other countries, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> other countries, yeah. they get to take a nap in the middle of the day. I was like, what kind of shit is this? Yeah. We my, getting set up. My ex boyfriend's like has four or five weeks off every year. Every I might year. I might have about. It might be close to four weeks. I think it might be, you know, just, and that's not counting personally. You know, I get floating holidays and, you know, pretty much every major holiday and then a couple of holidays that not major, you know. So. When I was in Amsterdam, I met this dude that had, uh, at a, at a nightclub mm-hmm. and he was hot. 
Amsterdam dude, big tall. He looked like Thor. Okay. <laughs> he looked like Thor. Okay. And, yes. and we was dancing, having a good time. Blah, blah blah. Went back to his place, did some cocaine. Hey. Just, you know, had some good times. And then he's like, and, I, and he's like, and I was like, you know, what do you do? He's like, he said he was a flight attendant. I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's cool, cool. And he's like, and I was like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm not working right now. I'm like, why? He's like, I hurt my foot. Mm-hmm. Now we met out dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how long you been off? He goes, oh, I've been off for about six weeks. Oh, wow. I'm like, so did you broke it? No, just, you know, minor things, Stop you know. Me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, right. I don't, Stop my pinky toe. Right. I don't feel like going back yet. On his bed at home. Right, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't even at work. Right. He said, he said, I said, you don't have to go back? Not till I'm, not till I feel I'm ready. What? Wow. Could you imagine? Yeah. Um, hello, uh, supervisor. I don't feel like I'm ready to come back to work yet. So my question is, do you think we're set up that way that like we would take advantage of that because we have, you know, there's so much put on us versus the other countries or is it the other way around? Like we're not we're like being that taken because advantage we of. would take advantage. You know what I mean? Like which, which, which one is it? Like, no, I think it's the first. Yeah. I think I think we're used to a system where the capitalists are in control, mm-hmm. the companies are in control, because the rich, they do whatever they want to do. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they play all day and all night if they want to, uh, and they don't think anything about it. But mm-hmm. us, they want everything out of us, and they're constantly... I mean, that's why they're trying to break the unions again now. Mm-hmm. I mean, our unions are going to be real broken. They're going to be... We're going to... Very soon. Very soon, there's going to be no union power, and that it does not work in the favor, favor of the worker. No. We get less and less and less and less. Each generation is getting less and less and less since the 50s. And they're expecting more of us, more time from us, more responsibilities Mm -hmm. from us, less, uh, less, less than applicable living wages. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff. They've actually done studies that shows if you shorten the work hours. Mm hmm. That people are more productive, more productive, productive and less of the required. But it's like when they know they have to put in these long hours. Mm -hmm. It's drudgery. They, they pace themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of time. Procrastination. That, right, mm-hmm. a lot of procrastination and a lot of, you know, uh, like, you know, pacing yourself. Yeah. Like, you're not going to go Rush in, like, if you hard got time. No. You, like, you got, like, 10 hours, and you're not going to go in, like, hard, you know, because you don't want to get burnt out. Exactly. Halfway through the day, whatever, so you pace yourself, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, know that you're only working six hours instead of 10 or whatever it yep. is, then you just go in and you get it done. done and yeah. Work, work your, you know, work your ass off for those mm-hmm. six hours, and you get more out of people in that six hours of hard work versus the ten hours of the pacing themselves. Yeah, absolutely. The like sadistical bullshit. It's yeah. I don't that know. I used to do when I was at work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's a, a, a <laughs> corporate equivalent. Oh no, there is a corporate equivalent. When back back in the day, I used to have a job working at a company where I, I was their communications. Uh, associate communications director. Basically what I did was I wrote their form letters and mm-hmm. I answered all the company mail. I was, that was my job. I, I started off there as a temp mm-hmm. and they're like, we have all these letters. Can you go through the stuff and figure that out? And maybe you can figure out some ways that we can get back. I'm like, oh, well, I figured out like, it seems like all the letters are Somebody's having a technical problem. Mm-hmm. Somebody's having a, a customer service problem. Mm-hmm. Somebody's having. Somebody wants to compliment the company. So you want Some, form letters to address the, the, like exactly. the five major questions that everybody. Exactly, has. and I'm a writer, so I was pretty good at crafting these. I went through a few, you know, corporate committees, and finally, that, that that's what I did. So, but I was an actor, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. But mm-hmm. I was really good at that job. They didn't want to lose me, so they gave me these flex time. Mm-hmm. So I could come in and work when I wanted to work. Yeah. Right. And I worked a full-time job for them and 
I delivered. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was good at that job. But the reason I think I was really good is because I didn't have to show up mm-hmm. every day, all day, sitting there. And when mm-hmm. I didn't have no work... You were there. Well, when I was a temp there, and I didn't have any work, I was there, you know, farting around. Yeah. <laughs> right. But when I was coming in periodically, when I come in, I would get the work done. Because I was only there for four hours at this time, and then mm-hmm. four hours at this time. So I just did the work. Yeah. And again, there was no drudgery. And then every time I tried to, this is how great that I was at that job. Every time I tried to leave, they gave me a raise. Every time. The time I finally quit, I was like, no, no, it's not about money. <laughs> I really got to go. I really got to go. And I left that job on a Friday. I was in the Broadway musical Showboat on Monday. Oh, wow. You see how it worked out? Well, yeah. me, when I used to work at Union Bank, I used to be their um, contract, like... Uh, Negotiator? No, not a negotiator, but I was the one who like took the physical contract from the client, mm-hmm. put it in the system so that the reps and the insurance people can pull it up and see it. Okay. So I would have to go through it, make sure it was all legible, make sure that the scans went through properly, make sure everything was there, okay. and then upload it to whatever system. file that it needed to be in. Okay. Right. So that's what I was doing, but I had eight hours to do this unlimited like this was just this was the job it never stopped it never ended this was the forever job so I there was no end point so I had all these eight hours to just bullshit I was drinking like 10 cups of coffee a day (laughs) I was taking like 15 I was taking breaks like I was at the scanner, like right. fucking off. Don't let it be no birthday cake. Uh, hold on, don't <laughs> let the scanner break down. Like, oh, the, the scanner needed some new, like a new ink or some shit. That wasn't happening that day. <laughs> Next day, scanners down today, y'all know. Like it was, yeah. If I was there, I didn't need to be there for eight hours to do that job. I didn't. I could have been there for four hours a day, or I could have been there eight hours a day for three days mm-hmm. just to do that job. They didn't right. need me there for all that time. The uh, other hours that they were paying me, they could have put that in their company pocket. That was bullshit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah. So, I definitely feel like it's more capitalism putting on us what they think that we should do versus what actually needs to be done. Well, corporate also, they work for the quarter. Like the people in the suits, mm-hmm. the, the white collars, they're, work, they're working for the quarter, like trying to make their quarter look good. And they don't mm-hmm. really care about long term, it seems, a lot of times. Um, I see that in retail. Like the decision they make, it's not about what's best long term for the store. It's about how to make that quarter come in for mm-hmm. the investors so mm-hmm. that they get their returns. Or then like me, where I work in the government sector, that's like even worse because... Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy, yeah. It's not even, it's not about, I mean, everything is politically based or whatever, and it's, it's, everything is. Who's in charge at the how time? How it looks and mm-hmm. how, you know, they're not really interested in being proactive or, you know, any, anything like that. It's just all about. Surface level. Everything is just, yeah. And, everything is very, like I said, political yeah. and, and, and bureaucratic and just, and it's like. It's and who, whoever's in power is really what everybody's, who everybody's trying to please. Appearances. Yeah. Appearances. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Y'all ready to get in these topics? Yeah. Yes. This real world stuff is too much. Right? <laughs> Take me away. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Bringing me down. This work yeah. talk. Work is terrible. <laughs> work is awful. <laughs> work is. That's why they call it work. Exactly. Work is work. Exactly. It is. It is. You know, shout out to those people who figured it out and 
figure out how to earn money doing something that they like or love or whatever. Yeah, send me some. Congratulations on you, but it sucks for the rest of us. I yeah. know. Send me some. We can't all be Will Smith. Every, nope, we can't. We really <laughs> Just can't. dancing on top of buildings, talking about some kiki and shit with the fucking plane. Like, Will Smith, <laughs> what's up, my guy? Oh, okay. So, clean meat. Clean meat, you guys. This is a real thing. It is here. They did not expect it to be here this quickly, but they are looking at it being in stores by the end of this year. Okay, there's another name for it. It's cultured meat, uh-huh. lab meat. I know that name. There's a different kind of, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I uh, actually misspelled that. But yeah, um, <clears throat> and the, the meat industry, they don't want it to be called clean meat. They want it to be called something else like uh, cultured protein or lab protein or something like that. They don't they don't like the, the word meat in the title and they're going to Congress lobby. You, you can imagine it's a big mess because you got so many so many people who have made their their living at this for generations, you know, uh, and now this new thing is coming in and threatening their whole livelihood. You know what I say? If they're for the corporate capitalist American system, then fuck them. That is the American way. That is how businesses run. Instead of trying to come for them, do your business better. Hmm. Stop, stop fucking up our environment with all your goddamn cows. Stop feeding them all the antibiotics mm-hmm. and all that shit like that. That's where you're going wrong. Because these, these ranters are making millions of dollars feeding us bad meat. Mm-hmm. So I got a little video here that show that tries to explain how the process works and make it plain to you guys and break it down. Now, one thing you should, um, one thing I want to, tell, to caution you about, it says the future. Just take that out of the equation and just put that now. The this, future is now. This, this, right. yeah, this video was made back in 2015, and back then they thought it was further off than it is. So forget about the future. This is now. This is happening. Right. Other, other, than, other than the future, though, this is a pretty accurate um, you know, this is the best video I could find that's brief that kind of helps to clarify it somewhat. What it is, yeah, somewhat, what it yeah. is. Because I've done, a lot, I've read a lot of articles and watched a lot of video videos, and I still don't fully understand it. But I, um, I, I, I understand the concept. Mm-hmm. I understand how they how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if, if I'm like here it. for it. Well, right? yeah, hopefully. Okay, here we go. The lab drone. Compared to our conventional methods of getting meat on the table, lab drone meat, which debuted in 2013, doesn't involve slaughtering of animals, nor does it require as many environmental resources. Compared to other livestock, raising cows require 28 times more land and 11 times more water. The World Wildlife Fund adds that beef production drives 25% of global land use and forestry emissions. And in the near future, lab-grown meat is going to be cheaper, faster, and more environmentally friendly to produce for our growing population. (laughs) But how exactly does one grow meat in a lab? The process isn't as weird as you might think. Currently, the most successful method involves harvesting stem cells from cows. Stem cells are the building blocks of essentially everything, from muscles to organs, from which muscle tissue is harvested from the live animal in what is said to be a harmless, painless procedure. The tissue is made up of muscle and fat cells, which the scientists separate from one another. What we need are the muscles, which are then dissected and cultured. Cell culturing is where a cell is removed from a plant or animal and then put into a favorable artificial environment, usually some type of substrate that supplies essential nutrients like amino acids and carbohydrates to grow. 
All it takes is just one singular muscle stem cell to grow up to one trillion muscle cells. The newly grown muscle cells naturally merge together to form tiny myotubes, which are then placed in a ring. The muscle cell's tendency to contract frequently causes them to grow into a small strand of muscle tissue. The muscle tissue tubes are then layered together to form a hamburger shape. One muscle cell has the potential to turn into one trillion muscle tissue strands, which is a lot of burgers. The lab-grown hamburgers don't quite look like normal hamburgers and are much paler in color and blander in taste. But as scientists point out, that blander taste is a fair trade for an efficient way to create protein and feed the world's growing population. The price of lab-grown hamburgers has already dropped from $325,000 to just over $11 per patty. While it is still pricey compared to a Big Mac, which costs $4.79 on average, the price will likely drop in the future as production methods are streamlined, meaning that more likely than not, lab-grown meat will be on your dinner plate in the near future. I am not against. I am not against this at all. <clears throat> well, I'm not <clears throat> against it either, especially not in theory. Uh, what I am leery or cautious of is like, I just want to make sure, like, are we testing it fully, giving it enough time to make sure that there's no side effects, no things that are going to be detrimental to us. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. Like, oh, I hope they're not rushing this to market. I hope they're fully. Sure. Uh, and I kind of feel like if, you know, it just came to being in 2013 and it's 2018 and they're already about to put it on the market. Mm, I don't feel like they've been testing it that long for That's us to really know what all the side effects uh, could potentially be. That's fair enough, because we just, it's just, it's, it is definitely an unknown. Yes. Yeah. And it makes, it makes sense to me that it's paler because it has not come from an animal that had blood coursing through it and with exercise and things like that. But, you know, again, I feel like that's also another trade off that you get that's positive. Right. You know, you, I could add some seasonings. So let me, well, let I, me, let me say this real quick. Um, this, there, there, that's another correction that back then, I guess that was the case, but now the more recent, um, the more recent studies are saying that that for some people, I guess it all depends. It varies person to person because people have different levels of, uh, you know, uh, their their palate, sure. different levels of discern discernness or whatever, taste buds and all that. Some people are saying that it's indistinguishable from traditional meat. And some people are saying that it's nobody's saying it's better than mm -hmm. some people saying it's like not quite as good. And then some people saying you can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing is definitely they're also saying that it's, it's very lean. It's not as fatty. Makes mm -hmm. sense. It's very lean. So that's that's what they're saying nowadays. Um, I know that they that they have you can tell the difference between uh, and fish like tilapia, mm -hmm. like farm raised tilapia is different than wild, wild caught and same salmon as well. And, and it has to do with the fat. Con the way the fat and stuff like that, and that's that's these are still natu natural quotation mark methods of farming, right? right. Wild and and then farming methods um, versus a lab. So there is going to be some difference, but the difference between the fats has to do with like in like with the heart and the way we receive it in our bodies. So there might be a difference the way we receive this protein in our bodies versus receiving it from an animal, an actual animal. And you're right, Dino. You, we should be cautious. Yeah. Right. In I'm that way. But I'm for I, it, though. I think that there are just too many unknowns at this point. Um, 
it, it, it just raises a lot of questions for me. Even in the video, she said that they're extracting the stem cells from the animal in a virtually painless process. Well, I'm like, well, how do they know? Are they asking the cow? Like, what, what's up with that? Then she said they put they have to put it in a put the stem cell in a solution that's favorable so that it can grow. Well, what type of solution is that? What effect is that going to have on a human being long term? Like, these are just some things that just from the little video raises up so many things for me that I would. It's called fetal fetal um, fetal cow serum. I think is what it's called. Fetal cow syndrome. I see what you're syndrome. saying. And how how does that the particular solution, solution if it if, it, if it's going if it's part of the meat, is part of the develop of it, it's going to be there and it's going to get into your body. Is what you're saying. So you're concerned about what that might do to your body. Exactly. All right. That's fair. Fetal cow syndrome. That's a no, fair not point. Syndrome. Serum. Serum. I, you know. Uh, I, I know. It's, I see, I see. it's taken from fetuses. It's uh-huh. it's. It's still part of it's it's part of the the cow mm-hmm. actually. So the irony is this process still involves killing a cow. However, it doesn't involve killing as, as many, many cows. Right for how, like you one cow you can grow meat to feed way more than that one Millions. cow would have. Right. Yeah. So you're still killing the cow, but you're killing way fewer cows. However, they're all they're still working on a process that will eventually you won't have to kill a cow at all. And you could even possibly grow it from uh, from uh, non uh, non protein like like a plant. Sure, this plant has similar serums or whatever. But the problem with the the plant life, it doesn't it won't all the all cells won't won't grow mm-hmm. from the plants. But like like the, the cow serum, like pr- pretty much you can grow any cell from it. I can imagine so you also like like brewing or like bread might have a mo- a mother mixture mm-hmm. like the mother mother beef mixture mm-hmm. mother yeah. turkey mixture. So it's it's very, on the on the scientific level is extremely fascinating. It makes uh, sense. So ever since I saw them grow ears on the back of some mice, right? That and was I'm years like, ago. and I'm like, well, of course, this is the next thing. Right. That makes total sense. Yeah. So basically, for people who um, were listening and didn't have the benefit of the video and might have checked out through through that video or the audio I know is somewhat technical. What's going on is they're in the lab. They're creating actual meat. They're taking stem cells. We've scientists have figured out that stem cells are basically the building blocks of all life. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the the fetal stem cells of, of humans, they're figuring out that 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 those are um, the key to curing a lot of uh, diseases and mm-hmm. things that are wrong mm-hmm. with humans. Well, they're also they've also figured out that these stem cells, you know, from the 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 cows is the key to creating meat without farming animals. Right. Right. So instead of having a whole stable full of cows who eat grass and take up water and land space and all that, they can just take a little bit of some cells and some serum from the cow and put it in a lab and, and basically grow a hamburger or a steak, whatever, a piece at a time without a, 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 a live animal mm-hmm. being attached. So the animal was never slaughtered in the creation of several, you know, meats. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what's basically is what's going on. And that's what the clean meat is about. And that's why they're calling it clean because it's so much better for the environment. Mm-hmm. Is it still beef? It's well, that's it's beef debatable. Based. That's debatable. Some people consider it beef. It's got beef DNA. Of course, the the the, the cattlemen don't want to consider it beef. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Know, they don't want to. They want they want you to come up with some other name for it or something like probably yeah. beef. 
Beef. For fake beef. Fake beef. <laughs> like thicken. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> but beef. see, and they probably will get it because they are strongly connected and they're all rich. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with that, though, because no. at, there's going to be some overlap. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, the United States definitely needs to crack down on their labeling and things because I think a lot of times they're allowed to be uh, ambiguous yes. and they're allowed to skirt, you know, things, right. whatever. And, and if something has like, you know, a certain amount of percentage of something in there, you're allowed to say Leave it doesn't it have any yeah. in there, you know? And I think, you know, if people, people should have a choice, people you're who right. want to buy that, this, this new, um, this new meat, clean meat or whatever you want to call it, they should know what they're getting. And yes. people who want to buy traditional meat, as long as it's still an option, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. should, it should not be confusing and it should not be tricked. They should have, the, the the right to choose and it should be clear which is which absolutely yeah. now, that's yeah. true. I, I definitely yeah. agree with that also just it it would seem to me while i know it's going to hurt would hurt their sales it's definitely hurt beef sales but if 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 uh live cows and ca- ranchers and stuff like that if they took better care of their cows and did them organically then they it becomes a new premium market for them and that's yeah. what i think I should. right and and it's going to hurt the consu- uh, consumers actually in that way if you want real meat because then all of a sudden real to get a real meat is going to be really high yeah. but those ranchers don't make more money mm-hmm. but you know what people though, are willing to pay a premium for I ribs i think i think i hope it works this way and what i'm thinking what might happen is that like kind of like what you just said, Pip. The 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 the, the middle meat, like the non the non organic, the non premium meat, the everyday meat that we that typically. I just buy, need a whatever, hamburger. That'd be that'd be gone. Mm-hmm. It'd be clean meat, mm-hmm. or it'd be premium organic meat, which mm-hmm. is like which is like the the cows or whatever. But it'd be minus all the 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 shit that they're doing Pumping to the cows yeah. to make the the food for us unhealthy mm-hmm. so in a way 10 year old girls breasts. like a really good side effect for us and and give us a much better much much healthier choices of food that's what i would, I would but be then thinking. it would be so expensive that we couldn't afford it some well that's if you want that meat but eventually the well the clean meat though is going to be cheaper than the middle meat and yeah. the, and the so it's going to be like the cheapest option yeah no that, and but, here's the other so, thing but what i'm saying is once the once the clean meat is brought onto the market right. then once they take out that middle meat then the premium meat is going to be so expensive that people that would buy the middle meat and don't want the clean meat will be forced to buy the clean meat because they can't afford the premium meat. That might right, be a possibility. Right. That, that, that so could happen. That's true. What, that I, what I think, what I hope, I'll say this, what I hope will happen is that we will have the option to have like the premium, like considered the Kobe beef type of meat. And then the clean meat and the middle meat would be like uh, competitive. So then it would be maybe... I don't maybe think, we'll, I don't think so because I, I, think the, I think the clean meat's going to be so much cheaper as right. once they figure this formula out and yeah. once they got it down, it's a lab thing. It's just like they're just reproducing it. See, what I think is going to happen is that even, even if they don't get rid of the, the middle meat, it will eventually be so expensive that people won't be able to afford that anyway. And That's what I'm thinking. Still, because... because the clean meat is so much cheaper. There's just no, no, there's no way that the middle meat can com- compete. Mm-hmm. It just takes so, too much to just to get to the right. table. It's going to mm-hmm. take too much, and the fact that like less people are buying it, right? You know, more people are going to be going either to the 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 clean meat or the premium. That market right there is going to make that's going to the fact that the demand for it is lower is going to drive the price up even higher. So that's just going to create even a bigger chasm between the clean meat and the medium meat, and therefore I think that's just it's going to just die out. You better go to the Rouse discounted meat section. <laughs> okay. Freeze it up. Yeah. <laughs> Stock up. <laughs> Shoot. 
Because as it's looking, <laughs> but you're going to be this buying is, that this clean is, meat. This is like so incredible, though, mm-hmm. on a scientific level. Like, do you think we ever get to the to the to the to the place where we're like on Star Trek, where we pushing buttons and food is coming out the replicator machine. <laughs> I think you're right, you know actually. I mean? or like, or we're eating. Absolutely. Like, I've seen other um, sci-fi movies where we're eating like basically all these different type of peels. Pills, yeah. Mm. And the peel has the flavor of and all the proteins right. and nourishment of whatever food it represents, but mm-hmm. it's not that. It well, doesn't look like food how we eat it now. Yeah. But that, that's what that's what space food is basically. I mean, it's in it's in tubes and stuff uh-huh. like that. But they make they make the food in the lab at NASA and mm. they put it so that it can go to space and they drink they eat it out of a like pouch. a pouch. Yeah, pouch. You know. But you're right. Now they'll take that and they'll find some way to make that into some pill or solid or whatever yeah. form they want to do it. Gummy. Yeah. A gummy. Gummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, this cream bisque gummy is delicious. Mm. Oh, I can imagine like having. Coming home from work and dinner, making dinner means pushing buttons. Like, where even like my wife can make dinner. Now. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> like, honey, could you uh, push some dinner buttons? I'm on the way. I'll be there in like ten minutes. <laughs> Bitch, you better push push me a pot pie. <laughs> okay, better push a pot roast. <laughs> oh my God, work. That's 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 like wow. I would ra- I think that I would rather have clone meat until they figure out this. <laughs> Clean meat situation. I think that. I don't think it's much different. I don't really. think so either because how they clone it. They got to do the similar they, processes. Yeah, they just they taking got, the cell and they yeah. Clone, yeah, it's kind of a, it's, sim- it's a similar thing except you're not cloning the whole animal. You're just cloning pieces of the animal. You know, it's just kind of like instead of going and ordering a whole chicken, you order a, a, a two piece combo. I also so, have to say, <laughs> no, for me, for no, me, the not, other, the other aspect of it, and it's I similar. We don't talk about this a lot, but. Something had to sacrifice their life for you to eat meat, mm-hmm. right? So you're taking, even though it's still there, you, it's it's not quite as bad. At least, never. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about cloning something, so you're talking about making a li- a live creature to kill it to eat it. But see, you know no, what? No, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that part of it. Like the whole killing of animals, uh, I, I'm not. That to me is not immoral or wrong. I think that's the way this life on this planet was set up. I don't have a problem like, with it. Like, I just, but no, if I can I, reduce any kind of suffering, I would like to. Well, my question to you is, in, in that regards, like, so what happens to all the the cows and sheep and stuff that we're not eating now? Like, what happens to that? Because well, they're also they're, they're like, are they going to overrun the earth? Because no, <laughs> overrun the earth. Because also those those well, we're not killing them and we're not eating them, or we're not killing them to eat them. Then what happens? Like, but, there's but, only so much space. But they're being farmed and they're being bred. Right. You don't have to breed them as many. Right. You don't have to breed them exactly. So that's part of it. So like, if you don't, you well, know, except you still need clothes. That's so that's you true. Need, you still need sheep and leather and all that. So you're still killing a certain amount of them for that stuff. That's true. But at this point, again, what we the technology that we have, we don't really need animal hides for clothes. Cool with polyester. Um, I think, well, I th- actually, actually <laughs> modern technology and fashion and clothing is the best it's ever been. You don't need natural fibers necessarily because they can, they can pretty much reproduce that now and even better. They have, we have now have like fabrics that can whisk the sweat off of you and then dissipate it so you actually feel cooler. Mm-hmm. And then those are not natural fibers. That's true. So That's I'm like, I'm, I'm, I could be fine without that. I do like cotton. It looked good and it feels good. But if, if, you know, sheep is fine with me and I do love lamb. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I'm just I don't thinking. Know. I'm just uh, there. Those animals. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you just if we're not breeding them and they're just left in the wild, then they'll they will. I guess it will continue the the natural 
uh, food chain and they will just become food for the, 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 the lions and whatever else you sure. know, that are out there. But what? Why are you looking like that? What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? Is it so many unknowns? Like, oh, now we're expecting the lions to come eat the cows that are left over now. Like, oh, well, now. Yeah, that's what, before we started farming them, that's what happened. Well, they, were, they were eaten by other animals. They were prey animals. Okay, I'm a smart business person. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all them extra cows on my ranch, mm-hmm. and I'm going set to up, set up a shooting gallery. It's going to be a shooting range. Oh, shooting range. Cow. <laughs> what a challenge. The cow just standing there, and you just walk up. You know somebody's showing up with a shotgun. You already ready to know. Go. <laughs> they're, they're like, how many points do you get for the, for the bull? Like, Can I just use a car? <laughs> Can I just run it over? <laughs> Man, that was my, not that's I, my weapon of choice. <laughs> that's not my weapon of choice, but I know somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. That's what, what she exactly. said. What she said. Yeah. I know somebody that might want to do that. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, that was that was a good talk. That was a that went better than I thought. I thought it was gonna be a lot of oh hell no uh uh-uh, uh I ain't on mm no I ain't down mm fuck that no. I'm too scared. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I think scared I think we all that. sort of like like a little hesitant, hesitant, of cautious. Course. I mean, anything yeah. new is gonna be like yeah, yeah. all right, but but y- the future is now. Yeah, we gotta exactly. figure out to a, a, you know ways to sustain the planet. You know? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm afraid. <laughs> I am. Global warming ain't no joke. It's ain't not no joke. It's real. It is all. This shit is scary, real. and it ain't getting better. So speaking of clean meat, <laughs> you got, we didn't talk about this. I had it on the on the docket, but it didn't make it. Uh, do you guys remember, or, or did you hear about a couple? Well, like maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, somewhere around there, IHOP was changing their name to IHOB. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah saw the commercials. Like, they yeah, flipped the International the House of Burgers. Right. That was like the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard. And me and a couple of my friends, we were talking about it like, what, like, do they, are they not aware of brand recognition? Like, what kind of, I've never heard of a business doing anything like this. This is so foolish and da da da. And my one friend called us, like, unless it's some kind of marketing, you know, stunt or whatever. And we were like, well, it, I, I was like, that crossed my mind, but I haven't heard anything about it. You know, I, yeah, it was, that's what it was. It was it a PR stunt. All I, it I, it kind of smelled like a stunt. They me. wanted people to come try their new burgers that taste like they old burgers. Right. It worked on me. I was like, if they changing their name to International House of Burgers, I gotta they must try be good. One, right. They must be really mm-hmm. good. They must, yep. That shit, first of all, <laughs> pissed me off. First of all, they're lying because on the internet or whatever, it, it had starting at $6.49 and something like that. Oh, I, wow. I got the cheapest burger they had, right? It was a combo. And... For a burger, fries, and a drink, I paid almost twenty dollars. What? That. Yes. At IHOP. At IHOP. Uh-uh. IHOP is not well. Well, we in L.A. and nothing's inexpensive anymore, That's especially true. downtown. That's true. So it was downtown, and it was it, yeah, it was almost twenty dollars. And the thing is, though, I went I went past a counter. A counter oh. burger. I went past the fat burger. Right. Oh. I went past the Denny's mm. to get to that IHOP. To pay all that money where I could have gotten a better burger mm-hmm. for the same or cheaper from any one of those three places. Yeah, that's true. Denny's, Fat Burgers, or the counter. I could have, counter got $13 uh, lunch specials. Mm. I know what the IHOP you're talking about downtown. Mm. Yeah, right there. <laughs> over, on, by, over by 7th and Fig. 7th and Fig, near there. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, this shit tastes just like they did five years Before. ago when I had one. Dry and, I, and flavorless. Had one since, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then they did part two of the stunt because they changed back. Right. Because yeah. again, yeah. they tried to do the rollover. And then they were like, "Psych, we were just playing." Right. And I was like, "Because mm, I was like, I'm, I'm not going back." Well, why they haven't changed any of the signs? They talking about this is real, but they haven't changed any of the signs. And then, yeah, they was like, so, they changed the sign in Hollywood. Did they? Uh huh. The one on, on, uh, oh my God, on Sunset Boulevard at IHOP. Marketing stunt. Well, there's a lot of tourists over there. That's so still, that's still a lot of money to. I wonder if it paid off. And then they made I a mean, big. People but, like me fail for it. But no, right? But they, 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 they also filmed a lot of commercials at that one too. So I think because then they did the thing where they changed it back, mm. and they they actually had a thing on on Sunset Boulevard where they took the sign down and put up the old sign again. Ah, uh, it's. it's <sighs> It's it was marketing. marketing. I think it was a bad campaign because I think it, it was it terrible. Pissed me, it pissed me off, and now I'm not going for a while. But here's the thing. I'm oh, not going there. Okay, see, now that's, that's the bottom line is that you're not going back. But going the back. one thing they wanted was people talking about it, and here we are talking about it. We're talking about it, but I'm t- what I'm saying is I'm not going back. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. You know, and, but, so they were short-sighted because, yeah, we're talking about it, but yeah. they're didn't get they not getting no business. No, no. they're not. Once I was like, they ain't got pancakes, so what the fuck? No, they still got pancakes. Yeah, I know. Well, but when I them, when they said yeah. when they said that we're putting our burgers above the pancakes, <laughs> I was like, "Well, fuck you, IHOP. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the pancakes." And then so when now they switching it back, I'm like, "Oh, still fuck you. I'm not really not going back." Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that. So uh, internet house, international house to fuck them. That's what they call as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. <laughs> international house of boo. <laughs> right. Study says that women find sexist men more attractive. This one got me. I had to read the article. Then I found out that it's not that kind of sexist men. You're always supposed to read the article. I know, but that's the thing. I was triggered is what I was saying. (laughs) What I'm saying is you're supposed to always read the article. Yes, I know, but I was triggered. I read this one right away. I didn't wait and read it when I, I was like, wait, what? Click. So, yeah, so, well, first of all, like we, like we say, there's levels to this shit. There's levels to everything. And um, it's, it's so funny because I remember on this show years ago, it was early on. And I know it was really early because Uncle was still on the show. Shout out to Uncle. What's up, man? Remember? He probably don't remember because he'd be forgetting everything. But we were on the show and I said something about the pros and cons of there's pros and cons to everything. And he's like, there's pros and cons to sexism. I'm like, yes, of course there's pros and, pros and cons to sexism. And he laughed at me. And uh, I was like, what? There are. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's basically what this, what this article is talking about. Because since then, a few years later, after that conversation, they started talking about what's known as benevolent sexism mm-hmm. or, you know, harmless sexism, well-meaning sexism, all these different little phrases on to sexism to differentiate between that and the, like a misogynist that right. just full on hates women. Right. Sure. There's a difference. There's a the guy who's the gentleman, right. you know, they hold the door. Right. They, Which is like chivalry. Yeah. Chivalry is sexism. If somebody right. comes after that woman, they'll stand up and defend them. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't have Later the woman to have to defend it. They sell. Right. Right. So help her with the groceries. But hardcore feminists are kind of like, you know, hey, women are equal to men. I don't need you to defend me. Therefore, we don't like that type of. I don't want want you to hold hold the door door for us. We don't, you know. I got got arms. Exactly. Exactly. I got arms just like a man got arms. But it turns out that even staunch feminists on the whole uh, prefer men who. Of course. Are protective to women. I don't know about of course, but anyway, so this is what the studies in, in a study, women preferred men who were chivalrous or protective. Those men were rated more attractive than those who treated women 
as equals. Mm-hmm. Scientists may uh, say it may be hardwired to prefer a mate who is willing to protect. Uh, even staunch feminists show the same pattern of attraction. So this yeah, makes sense. You know, it it makes does, sense. It does make sense. And, it, and yeah. you hear I hear women say this. I, I I can see somebody saying, I don't need nobody to do this for me. I don't need nobody to do that for me. Then somebody do it for me. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, being a gay man and being around women, and I love women. And when Dino and I first met, um, eh, like when we are maybe our couple second meeting, we had, I was on another podcast. Early on, early and he, on. he came back onto the podcast to talk about men versus women and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and we and I had to like, we're on different sides mm-hmm. of the, a lot of things about men and, and women. And I usually was on the side of the women because I hang out with a lot of women. But one thing I noticed about women is I'm very generally speaking, not all women, uh, is that they are like, when they talk to me, they're strong, mm-hmm. they blah, blah, blah. And then there comes a time where they expect me to do something for them mm-hmm. because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so funny because, bitch, you was just telling me just a right. second ago how you don't need no man. Right. Or how you, oh, now you want to go in front, you want to go first in front of me because right. you're a woman. Oh, you want the best seat because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And I should give it to you because I'm a man. Fuck mm-hmm. you. I'm, a, I'm not trying to get your pussy. Yeah? Exactly. You're getting right. seat. Exactly. Exactly. I feel mm-hmm. like if you want me, then you should hold my door open. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't expect no strange man I don't know to give a fuck. But if you supposedly, if you courting me or if you like me and you say you want to be my friend and you see me struggling and you don't provide no manly strength, then what the fuck? You want the nanny. I, I have, I have a, right. a few different issues with all of this. This is so lot. This, I mean, this is so much in this whatever. But there, I had a conversation with a friend, a female friend who she was talking about how, you know, and, and this is one of the conversations that that kind of irked me about how men today, you know, don't do this. Basically how chivalry is, is dying out. Mm-hmm. Basically that type of thing. She's at a, at a bar and, you know, men won't give up their seed and that type of thing. And it's like, well, I was like, you have to understand men in my generation that went to college or educated and, and below, you know, I think now it's trickled down to the, to the mainstream. But back when I was in college, I think it was just us college guys who were getting this indoctrination you know, we're we're we were raised and taught and reared or whatever about all this equality, you know, and that that's what women want. And that's what we're shooting for in this society. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's no difference between men and women and, and all that stuff. And so it's conflicting messages. You know, on one minute, you know, we're we're being told to treat equal. Well, I don't pull the pip out of the chair out for pip. Right. You know, if me and pip goes or whatever, it's like, you know, you fend for yourself. Like, it's like <laughs> if, if I'm at a, if I'm at a bar and pip is meeting me there and I'm there before pip and I got a seat and pip walks in, don't get, I'm not giving my seat to pip. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? So sure. either it's like, either you, you want special treatment or you don't want special treatment and you can't have it both ways. And that's the whole problem that we're, well, not the whole problem, but uh-huh. that's a big chunk of the problem that we're having. And it's like, sometimes they want to be treated equally. And then other times they want preferential treatment mm-hmm. and, I was, and they never want can, the bad treatment, can, which right. is, you know, that's only natural. Can I, can I ask you, Dino, yes. let's say it was like one of your female friends and you were meeting them at the bar and they came in and they needed a seat. Would you give up your seat for one of your female friends? Um, and that's one of the things I was, I was like, yeah, I, I told her I might or might not. It all depends. It yeah. all depends on personally on like 
how tired I was that day, mm-hmm. what my feet feel like, you know? <laughs> right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Not you really. Know? Not I mean, real. I, I'm being real. Mm-hmm. I'm being 100 because there's times when I'm on a train or something or whatever and I will offer my seat up and then there's times I won't. Yeah. You know, I, I will always offer it up for an elderly person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I will always offer it up for uh, a, a raised, disabled right? person. Uh-huh. Um, and I will always offer it up for somebody who's holding a baby, mm-hmm. yeah. man or woman. Yeah, that's what happened to me yesterday. Okay, this happened to me yesterday. I was on the train and I was only two stops from my stop, mm-hmm. and a family got a big family, mm-hmm. Filipino family, and the husband or the man had a stroller with a child and a baby and a and an arm, a mm-hmm. and, a, and um, and the woman that was with them had had the other kids, mm-hmm. you know, but who were an age from like let's say like 10 up mm-hmm. um, and then two small ones and it's like three other kids yeah. so I saw the man and I'm like hey I said Papa mm-hmm. you want to have a seat he goes I, I might be alright he goes but my wife might and I'm like I ain't offer her the seat <laughs> right you the one with the baby right Right. and he's right. like oh I was like I'm sorry I'm real tired I saw you with the baby I thought I'd offer you the seat but right. I'm not getting up for it no. right. and I put on my earphones and I went back about my business and I'm I didn't feel bad about it. about it I'm not mad about that I no. wouldn't either I, I, you don't I have, have no been, obligations to a strange person. I've been on the other end of it. I have ridden the bus from the number 33 down at, at uh, Venice Beach from the boardwalk all the way to Crenshaw mm. holding my niece the whole entire way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm wow. saying? And nobody because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. That That's a long ass way. That's I'm a long way. Holding, uh, holding the kid. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, so, yeah, I will always, but, yeah, if it's just a woman and, uh, yeah, there, there's, chances are, I'm not going to even lie, this this day and age, there was a time where if it was a woman, where I would automatically, but because the way things are and stuff now and the way, that, and, and all of the, the movement and all that, yeah, if it's just a woman, just a, a, a healthy you know, woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not, nah. I had another no, situation where I, her my seat. I had another situation where I turned down a woman that wanted my seat. Actually, I, it was an elderly black woman got on a bus mm-hmm. and I saw her and I was like, oh, do you want my seat? And I stood up. She goes, no, no, baby, I'm gonna get off in two styles. She goes, um, but hey, girl, hey, girl, oh, yeah, there's a seat over here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because she was 20. Right. Right. I'm like, no, I'm in my 40s. No. And she called me an asshole. And I said, correction, I'm an asshole with a seat. Right. Hello. I think that able, if you're an able-bodied person, you're an able-bodied person. You can't expect, you you can't have any expectations when you're in the public. Like I said, I feel a certain type of way when somebody wants to date me or they feel like something like that. Right. And they, and then they don't take the necessary steps. But if I go into a bar and it's like a group of men sitting at the bar, ain't no seats. I can't be like, yeah. um, hey fella, I, I need a seat. Could you get up? No, no, you can't expect anybody to do that. I can't go yeah. on a train and see somebody sitting down and yeah. be like, lady, hey. She got on the train and she decided that she wanted to shame all the men who oh. weren't giving, giving up their seats for her. It's like, are you single? Because I can see why. Oh <laughs> you aren't hurt. You aren't oh elderly. You know what I'm saying? Like, give somebody the opportunity to do that for you if that's what they want to do. I, and then somebody may have been like, can she find a seat? If she can't find a seat, then I'll give her my seat. But then you turn around and make an announcement. And now they like, well, fuck you, and bitch, stand up. And the funny thing about it, the train hadn't even started moving yet. Like, and I'm like, you don't even look all that like that that you expect niggas to just be jumping out the seat like, <laughs> you ain't Halle Berry, bitch, sit down. Or stand up. Whatever okay. the case may Hello. be. But leave me the fuck alone. I had a dude get on the train it's a, or a, a bus that was, set, that was acting like that. But I think he was just using it as a line to get pussy. Mm. You know what I mean? He's like, 
y'all the brothers, y'all sitting down and it's these women standing on the bus. And of course, it was a chick oh, talking to him afterwards. <laughs> that's the same dude. That's that same dude who, who, uh, when dudes are complaining about paying for dates, be like, ah, like, yeah, if, of course, if you, you know, got money or disposable income or you, you know, a ball or whatever, well, that's of course my type you don't mind. Because, uh, uh, first of all, that, that, uh, helps eliminate the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, dudes who don't have money and they want women, they want dudes with money, you got money. So, of course, you're not going to complain about it. Of course, you're going to pay because that sets you apart. Especially if you don't look like nothing, exactly. That's like that's your strongest. That's your whole game. That's all your game. So of course you're not. <laughs> of course you ain't complaining about it or whatever. You know. But for you know the average dude, that shit gets expensive. You know. And we sitting here talking about uh, people being equal and this and that. Well, and we ain't even saying you got to treat us. Why you can't pay for your own way? Why mm-hmm. you can't pay for your own food? What? But. So she actually is down with the study. She just said it herself. Like that's what yeah, she wants. She, if you're trying yeah, to get to her, you got to be chivalrous. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to be a little sexist. Yeah. You got to not treat me like an equal. Exactly. Okay. Treat me. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't, I think that's the more sort of women don't want to be treated like equals. They want to be treated like, they want to treat, they want to be treated like equals in business. And then personally, they want to be uh, treated uh, with preferential treatment. Yes. That's what they want. They mm-hmm. want to have it both ways. They want to be professional equals. And then they want to be, you know, special when it comes to interpersonal relationships. <laughs> Is that happening both ways? Yeah, that's happening both ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's ex- because yes. because what because in in another sense in business that would mean that women would want special treatment in business. No, I didn't say they want. Yeah, I mean if they if they weren't having it both ways is what I'm saying. I don't know if I understand your question. Is this about the study? No, no, it's about what. It's, what, I, what well, I just yeah, said. it's about what Dino just said. But he said women want it both ways. They want to be treated like professionals in business, but then they want to have preferential treatment in their personal life and I said well what would be like the adverse of that women being treated special in business but some women do want to be treated special in business too some women want to be wanted both ways at work too they want like oh I want you to I want the same raise I want the same opportunities as everybody else but I want you to let me go first in the lunch room I want you to let me go (laughs) I want you to hold the door for me I want you to yeah there are some women like that I remember this this one incident where I was working in this office and there was a a team of uh, the the janitors. It was a, a male and female, and <clears throat> the the guy was was holding the the bag or whatever, and the girl was doing whatever. She was going to get the trash and dumping it into it or whatever. And the the secretary that worked in my office with me, she started trying to shame the guy, mm. and I told her like, "You stay out of that. They professionals. Yeah, right. you mind your own business. They're not dating. They're at work. Right." Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, however they decide to divide the labor up or whatever, I'm sure there's times when he's, you know, does the same thing that she's doing and whatever. This is where this is not this is not, you know, they're not husband and wife. Right. They're mm-hmm. at work. Right. So he, it ain't about being a gentleman. Right. She getting paid the exact same thing he getting paid. Exactly. So well, she needs to do the exact same work that he's doing. Yeah. When when I'm also at my retail job, uh, the salespeople a lot of times will, as a courtesy, will offer to like for people to carry their bags, something right. into their car, right? right? But they never volunteer themselves. They always volunteer the stock people, who are all males, by the way. <laughs> it doesn't always that way. There has been a female stock person while I was there, but now it's all males. Mm-hmm. And, but I've, I actually told one of the sales associates, who's a woman, um, who said, she, and I, cause I heard her one day, she goes, uh, you're gonna have tr-, she goes, you need, you need some help carrying those stood bags? I can have one of our guys carry that out for you. We have some very strong guys in the back. And I said, and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, t- I pulled her aside. I said, 
don't you ever volunteer me for anything you're not willing to do yourself okay. ever again. I said, it's not in my job description to do that. We do that as a courtesy. Any of us could do it. Right. So if you're not going to offer it to do it yourself because you think you're physically unable, you better ask somebody first. Okay, hello. Mm-hmm. But she expected me to do it because I should be helping out this woman. Now, if this a little old lady, and that's happened before too, I helped out a little 92-year-old woman. Right. Not only did I help carry her car to her bag, I actually, she was parked in a space she had trouble pulling out. I actually helped the lady pull her car out. Mm. And I got in the car, and even as short as I am, I had to be squashed up in there because her seat was pulled <laughs> all the way up to, to the, the dashboard. Oh, but I helped that a lot. But she's 92. Right. That right. I'm cool with. Yes. But yeah, this bullshit, like I'm a man, I should carry their bags. Fuck no. like that. Yeah. It's been plenty of times I was carrying some heavy shit and I wished and prayed and wished and prayed for somebody to help and nobody can't help. I, you cannot expect people to to do for I you what you can't do for yourself. Even I just I can't stand the post. They, the, the, I see the post all the time. Oh, me and my girl, we were out here doing this, uh, posting these flyers or this for this event or doing this or doing that in the hot sun, and not one man offered. <laughs> like, are you shaming? Not one man helped offer to help you do your job. Like, right. I'm like, well, I'm saying like, well, this this was I think like a volunteer thing or whatever. Nonetheless, but you volunteered right. for that. Right. That's your job right. for today. So I'm saying, uh, well. What does that say about you? You must not be hot enough. Because <laughs> if you look Man. good enough, <laughs> that's true. You would get. That's some, true. Would get some they would just stop. Offering, yep. So I got a girl. I got a girlfriend, <laughs> Angie, like that. And and too, it's like it's all about your approach. It's all about how you ask somebody. You can ask. I could be a woman and ask another woman for help. It's not about. I see you do it. You know, and ask another woman for help. So it's not even about that. It's just all about your approach. It's about how you do it. No, it's about having no, respect. No, 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 no. They don't think they they don't want to have to approach anybody. They think yeah, dudes should be falling over themselves, offering, tripping over themselves, and help them out just because they're women. That's what the world they still want to live in. Mm. I don't know but, those women. <laughs> there's plenty of them still out there. Sure enough. And they complain about the way things are changing all the time. I'm like, yeah, y'all still hanging on to this uh, men paying for dates, but that's not going to, I'm telling you, that shit's going the way to Dodo. It is going. It's, it's going to die. Not, not in my book, it's not. It's going to die. Yes, it is. Not in my book, it, it ain't. It's going to die. Enjoy it while you can. I will. Forever. Because it is dying. It might die for somebody. It's going to die for all y'all. No, it ain't. Not for me. It is. You mm-hmm. one lonely ass old woman in. And that's <laughs> waiting cool. on somebody to pay for your food. I ain't gonna be lonely. I got a dog <laughs> and a with? turtle, and I'm gonna get a bird. <laughs> How about that? Okay, you and your new zoo review. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I'm that's happy. cool. I'm so happy to be gay. At least I don't gotta. At least I don't gotta worry about trying to put some shit on the top shelf by myself and struggling. Speaking of being uh, gay and dating. Asian American man plans lawsuit to stop sexual racism on Grinder. <laughs> I didn't even know this was a thing. What Grinder? No. <laughs> Pip. Sexual racism on dating sites. Uh, all kind of. Disc- I mean, you know what? Let's just break it down. Thank you. Dating is nothing but discrimination. <laughs> that's okay, true. That's, that's not, all the fuck it is. That's not my question. That wasn't where I was going. But okay, yeah, how, because, how is that? Because you know why? Because nobody is attracted or wants to be with just anybody. So all you're doing is looking at people, judging people, uh, discriminating. Okay, I want this. I don't want that. I like tall. I like. I don't like short. I like short. I don't like tall. I like thin. I don't like fat. I like black. I don't like white. Whatever it is that you like, whatever it is, that's what you are doing when you're dating is looking for what you like, which means uh, by default you are 
weeding out the things that you don't like. That's true. Like the problem is that this dude is having that I also have. Fuck this dude. Well, let me explain it first. That this dude is having that I also have is that it's it's actually hostile out there in the gay apps because it's not just that you know we all have preferences, sure, right. But you are seeing things that say no Asians, no this, no that, and, you know, and there pe- and people don't have any problem. Some people hit you up and say like, oh, you're pretty cute. Too bad I don't date black guys. Well, why are you fucking even bothering with me? Right. And, and, and if it was an isolated incident, like there's just one crazy out there, no, it happens regularly to people of color on the gay sites. Mm-hmm. Um, let me read the, so this dude, uh, his name is, excuse me, Mr. Kiyadara, Sinakane Kiyadara. He runs the, he's the founder and CEO of the Asian Entertainment Television Incorporated. He got tired of Grindr, which is a gay hookup site, mm-hmm. um, uh, where he, where he, let me just read his letter. Dear friends and family near and far, I'm planning to bring a national class action lawsuit against gay hookup app Grinder for racial discrimination, and I'm looking for co-plaintiffs across all 50 states. Please spread my call for co-plaintiffs to all your gay Asian men in your life that has been offended, humiliated, degraded, and dehumanized by Grinder, allowing gay white men to write in their profiles, no Asians, not interested in Asians, or I don't find Asians attractive. This is complete bullshit, and I'm suing Grinder for being a breeding ground that perpetuates racism against gay Asian men. Now, in order to join my lawsuit, these gay men and Grinder users must be paying customers, and they can't join if they're using the free app. And he goes on to give his contact information. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's going to be successful, but I'm glad that people are talking about how racist that community can be. Because yeah. when you think, honestly, of gay men, what's the first face you see? White dudes. Mm-hmm. And white dudes can be racist. <laughs> Not yeah. all. But that's the heart of the problem that we're having in this country at this prop, prop right now. And a lot of white men think that they can't be racist because oh, I'm gay. I'm from an oppressed class. But they're some of the first ones who uh, use their privilege mm-hmm. to hold back. It's okay that you don't like men of color. Shut the fuck up about it. Yep. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> right. You don't have to be overtly mean about it and nasty about it. Yeah. I would, I, to be quite honest, white men aren't my favorite. I've dated many white men. My last boyfriend was white because I try to take people as people. Right. But I'm talking about like what I'm attracted to, what I'm physically attracted to, what the physical features that really just make my dick hard when I, the moment I see them. Not white dudes necessarily. Hmm. But I don't put that in my profile right. because I'm not an asshole. Right. Okay. And I understand that and I don't disagree Because you're not with prejudiced. That. But I don't... Yeah, I don't know that that makes some prejudice. I mean, or any more prejudice than anybody else. Should, because, like, you know, some people don't like fat people. You know, does that make them prejudice against uh, against fat people? I guess, does it? Maybe it does, but that's their right. I mean, they don't have to, they don't have to date fat people. But why can't you just say if some, some fat person approaches go like, I'm not interested, thank you, and we're not, we're not a, well, we're not a match. Got, if I, I'm if not attracted I, if to If I have you. a profile up and I'm getting, uh, uh, um, you know, a lot of fat dudes or fat women or whoever, and I'm not into that, then I might, to alleviate that, I might just put in the thing or whatever, you know. I'm not saying it's the, the most uh, amicable way about doing it. But I don't think of, and I definitely don't think that it's Grinder's fault. Well, gr- I think they're here, just trying to get a, a paycheck. What if, what if you, what if, what if we added this to it? Because it's something y'all wouldn't know, but I would know because I'm on Grinder. Grinder, not that long ago, actually had a program and a campaign where they're trying to allevi- alleviate um, body shaming. So they don't allow you to put like no fats and no fatties and things on there. So they've already have made a move towards not allowing people to do that to do body shaming, but they're still allowed to put. N- you know, 
I don't find Asians attractive or um, don't come, don't, you, you must be white. No Asians. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my friend Alec Mappa had a show called No Fats, No Fems, No Asians, because mm-hmm. that is something that used to be a regular in a lot of profiles. No fats, no fems, meaning gay, no, sissy, uh-huh. boys, and no Asians. And it's like, wow. Like, you could just, wow. Like, that's just straight up rude. I that's just, rude. I, I just feel like it is rude. It definitely now, is. Now, you can't legislate uh, rude, like, that's my, um, that's, see, that's my point. manners. That's, that's my problem. point. That is my point. It's rude, but they have a right to be rude. They have a right to be asshole, and then people should, the, the way they should get punished is people should just scroll past that. Like, fuck this person. Like, this person is a rude asshole. Fuck him, whether I'm white or not. Like, fuck him and, and scroll past him. But I just, I don't like the fact that people are out there getting their feelings hurt and trying to make people like them. You can't make people like you. I don't think he's if trying to get people to like If people don't like you because you're Asian and they're not attracted to Asians, you know what? I hate to say it, but oh well. That's that, just how it is. You know what? That, that's just like me trying to bring legis- uh, a lawsuit against. You know what? Sex workers discriminate against black men. What do you mean? If that's you, true. If you, if, you, that's if, you, true. if you scroll through the, the things or whatever, um, no black dudes, no black dudes, no blacks, no blacks. Even black women sex mm-hmm. workers have no blacks, no blacks, especially no. You see a lot of no blacks under 40, mm-hmm. you know, no blacks under 40 and some just no blacks, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see that about no other race. Mm-hmm. So this is a similar issue. This yeah. is a very similar issue. So, yeah. Right. So I'm saying it's like that's like black dudes like saying, oh, OK, well, they shouldn't be able to do that or that. They shouldn't. I understand that it hurts your feelings and it's not because, you know, I'm not even looking for a sex worker. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even like trying to, you know, but I, I understand the fact it's like, wow, I'm, I'm a black dude under 40 or whatever. Well, not now, but when when I was and it's like, I'm, I'm OK, guy, or like I wouldn't like, you know, what's wrong with me? You know? But like the one dude said, uh, I think it was Lorante, whatever, in the article, was like, "Why do I care that this this asshole doesn't like me?" Well, I think Fuck that asshole. I think what this dude cares about is the fact that this app, which some people pay to be a member of to use, is allowing overt racism on their site, and that's not good business. Fuck mm-hmm. the, you know, it's like you 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 so willing to overlook the racist and like, oh well, but they're paying customers, so it's okay. Oh, it's their- but, but if you as a company set up so like, ah, oh, we don't stand for that, you know, that's all. I, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with like, I'm, how- I'm with you. I I don't think you can legislate. Even even that's, federally speaking, when people thing, try to like, do this, this this girl this woman started a movement or whatever about saggy titties. You know, and it's like our society don't like saggy. T- yes, our society don't like saggy titties. That's I understand that you're a woman with saggy titties and and that's not your you know, that doesn't feel good to you or whatever. But societies like what they like. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, if now if somebody's discriminating against you saying that you can't have this job because your titties are saggy, that's a different thing. But you just going to start this thing about, oh, you know. I have saggy titties and you got to like my saggy titties. No, I don't. I don't have to like your saggy titties. But, it's, but, I, but, but it's bringing awareness again. That's the thing. And we're talking about, I don't, I don't, I don't I think, think people are aware that they don't like saggy titties. Some I, people do. Some people don't I, like people are aware that people don't like fat people. Uh, yeah, but no one's really talking. About, I'm sorry. I, I think that it's just. You can have the way that you feel personally. You can feel a certain way personally and not to 
and not be offensive toward other people. You don't have to offend somebody just because you don't like a certain thing. Just like um, the just like the whole sex workers thing. It's it's just um, a danger for them to be dealing with black men. They've had certain. It's just like a known thing that certain things happen when sex workers deal with certain men. That you get. It's just it's just things that happen. That doesn't make it right, but it's it's something that happens. The same thing that's like on Grinder. So people, I'm people. So you're saying that it's uh, okay or it's not okay? Uh, I'm saying that it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not to, okay to say no black dude. Yeah, and I, I, not, I disagree I with you about that, that. I think that if a if a black person hits you up, or if somebody, or just for the grinder situation, if an Asian hits you up and you're not into that, then you should let that be known. Then you don't have to 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 be. You don't have to be offensive. But like the the the, the woman with the the, the saggy breasts, or lady. even the saggy titties lady. But she she didn't society. Have, she, she didn't, didn't have, have saggy she, titties. No no no. She oh. didn't, she didn't have one example of somebody being rude to her personally. This is all I, how she feels about the images that she sees out. Right. You know, in in the media and stuff, whatever. And right. it's like, what? Are you serious right now? It's like she's not even. She didn't even have an experience where somebody was like. Your titties are saggy and da da da. You know, like I I've had an experience where somebody called my titty saggy. Not on one time, not on two times. So I feel well, like people. It, it I feel happen. like I'm just saying. Well, for her instance, I feel like people see they don't see saggy titties. So when people do see saggy titties or real breasts, they're like, your titties are saggy. Like, no, my titties are regular. They're fine. What you're used to seeing are fake titties. There you go. So I think that's what she's bringing awareness to. Not that, not that somebody was necessarily rude. I actually agree with her. I think that's what she was talking about. The fact that the images that are out there, what is what is in the media, is like you would think that women don't have real bodies. I've heard female stand-ups talk about this quite a few times in their acts. How like real women's breasts go to the side when they lay on their back. Right. Exactly. Um, And we don't see that. No, we don't. We just don't see it. So I feel like that. Uh We don't have no love for that. Exactly. So I feel like that's where that's where she was coming from. I think that if you have a personal preference, like if you like tall men, if you like heavier men or women, if you like this or that, and somebody who approaches you is not what you like or you don't think or you don't think that's what you like, then you should you don't have to be offensive. You can just say, "Hey, well, I'm not attracted." Not. Nobody's advocating uh, that you are that you you know be rude to people. I'm not sitting here and, and saying that people should do that or defending that. I'm just saying that, like, uh, uh, I, I just, I feel like there's this world that we're creating is one of where people feel like if they're not liked or if there's something about them that isn't favorited or whatever, then there should be some sort of movement to change it. Like, no, or, it's or not something that. like that. Or they should like, yeah, they, or they, they, they want to like, uh, music, love life. Their episode, they had this thing where, uh, Crystal, the, the, the girl on their show, mm-hmm. She's brown skin and she was feeling some kind of way about she feels like then this is not a new argument or a new thing that she feels like when black men get successful, the first thing they want to do is get a a light skinned woman or a woman who's exotic or mixed or something like that. And they want to kick a black woman, a a regular brown skinned woman to the curb, whatever. And, you know, so there was this whole back and forth and whatever about that. And then Uh Giannis was like, well, you know, how do you know that's not just a preference and this and that or whatever? You know, she's like, how is that any different than you liking tall guys? You know, it's like you don't like short guys. You like tall guys. Well, so should 
should short guys because race and they matters. And be like, oh, no, okay. it's not the same. Race because matters. Race, is he- race matters in America. It is very he- weighted and it's very heavy, and it's and it, it does matter My- because it influences almost everything, and it does trickle down in a terrible, awful way. Racism is a problem and a disease. People being tall and people being short; those are physical characteristics. And I know that that you know complexion is a physical characteristic. As w- but it, but you know what race. As it comes to to, to our complexion, so race matters. And race I, does have a political connotation, and race does you, racism hurts. And, and you can't come after somebody for race. If you said you came to me and said like I don't like short guys, honestly, would be like okay. But you came to me and said you don't like light skin guys. Hold on, you don't like light skin guys. Hold on, let me finish. You don't like light I didn't say guys. that. I you never said, said that. that. No, nope, that's oh, not what yes I said. I said light skin. Oh, yes, you have. No, stop, because you're lying. <laughs> I said, I said they are not my favorite complexion. Light-skinned black men are my least favorite type of black men. I prefer mm-hmm. darker black men, but I didn't say I don't like them. That's different. And you know what? I would never put my profile like, if you light-skinned, don't come for me. But well, well, we, We've all agreed that that's like but, extra. But, but I mean, I was, and that was, making, that was making a fine point and a humorous point. But you don't have the right. If you, like I said, if you came to me and said... Um, you're not tall enough for me. I could be okay with that. But if you came for me and said, like, it's because you're black, do you know how deep that cut, that cut is? That is the American way. That, that in every way, I, I'm not good enough in this country. Stop the fucking doing that. That's just rude for rude's sake. Don't do it. Just leave it out of your profile. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if I come to you and you don't like black guys, just go like, sorry, I don't think we're a match. Yeah. And if I ask why, well, then I brought it on myself. I shouldn't have fucking asked. Exactly. And I think that if a black man is dating a a dark skin or a darker skin woman, and then all of a sudden, once he gets money, his preferences change, then I think that Crystal, I don't don't necessarily know the, the context, but I feel like, yeah, that's... That will raise an eyebrow for me, too. Like, well, when when did I become not good enough for you as being a dark skin woman? So I I see that. But that sometimes it's you know, you can't always go by just because that my first wife was dark skin and my second wife is light skin. I'm more successful and more established now than I was when I had my first wife. That's all a coincidence. Like I'm older now. So that's why I'm more established and have more, you know, not that I'm, you know, anywhere close to being a ball or anything, but compare me who I am now versus me when I, w- when I was with my, my dark skin wife, I am, I'm more successful, have more money, more established, more everything, more but, education. Okay. Everything. All right. But we, both of your wives, they look black, even this, though one's lighter. But that's that's the issue. That's the that's the, this that's is not the conversation. The, this is not the same thing as discounting an entire a, race. This is not the same thing as discounting an entire we're race. We're having different conversations right now. I'm just so saying, like, though, that's you, not the that same was thing. That one conversation. We're, she's t- t- circled back to what Crystal was saying on the uh, the uh, the music mo- love life show. Just, hers was about more like colorism. That's just a different conversation. That's all I feel like. That's that's not it's nothing to do with this suit, though. I mean, if you want to have your, your preferences within, I guess, again, I mean, because then it's some people like blonde, some people like ginger hair, some people like brunettes. I'm like, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, but you can't discount a whole race. That's my point. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt y'all. <laughs> it just makes me angry that anybody would even apologize or say that this is acceptable in any kind of way and that they should have the right to do this. They don't. No, you cannot. No, you can't discriminate against somebody like that. Not on race. Yeah, you can. 
You can, but not you, on race. you can, but not you can't openly put it out on a on a on a on a public site. You cannot be you. you there's no other place where you could do that. You can't put up something in the window and say we don't serve black people here. That's true. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as uh, what a uh, 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 personal relationship. You can't use a app that people pay for to discriminate against them on their race. It is against federal law to, to discriminate against somebody for race. Well, we'll see what the courts say about it. So you feel like it's okay to do it. You just can't openly say that you do it. Well, people are going to do it. I'm not dumb. <laughs> I understand that there are race, there's racism in the world, but your problem should, be, should not be my I problem. I don't, I don't even like the fact I have that we keep calling it racism. I don't it just, is racism. I don't think it's racism. If you're not attracted to a certain race, that's not racist. Like, I'm not attracted to old people. It doesn't mean I don't like old people. Stop. What the problem is is that people are putting things on their <laughs> profile that discriminates against people by, by actually calling people out and saying, I, I don't, basically they're saying, I don't like your race. There's something wrong with you because you're this, and I'm not having it. I don't, don't, I don't do think that. that's necessarily what they're saying. I think they're saying I'm not attracted to, like, you know, Asians need not apply or black people right. need not apply because that's not who I date. I can see both sides of it. I can see where Pip is coming from. Like, it, it can potentially be something that's like a very, very, very big deal. And apparently this guy feels like it's a very, very, very big deal. So, I mean, it could be something that person may not be racist. It could be something that's as small as a preference, but I feel like you cannot, you can't be rude to somebody like that. You can't put something like that just because of somebody's race. That's not right. Okay, um, with that, we have to move on because I was now so caught up in the conversation. I have not been watching the time. We are way <laughs> Yes, but way let behind. us know. We want to know what y'all think. So let us know what y'all think about that. All right, here we go. Bitch better have my money. Yo, 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 it's Pip, and I'm back again talking about my life being broke. Broke! <laughs> broke like my asshole this week when I sent on that toilet from the diarrhea I had. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my, God. my asshole's still broken. Wow. Um, all right, everybody. This, TMI. This week, TMI. I'm coming to you. So twice a year, <laughs> twice a year it happens, and now is that time. Pip is actually encouraging you to spend money because it's clearance time. Yeah! Get hyped, y'all, because the seasonal clearance sales are happening now all across America. You get substantial savings. I've seen it up to 75, 80% off. Now, here's the deal. July is when the stores need to make room for new fall items. So January and, and July is usually when, when this happens, tw like twice a year when it changes the season, all right? So uh, they have to make room for all the fall items. That's right. Even though it's mid-July, you can buy pumpkin candles and back-to-school mm. backpacks. Even mm. though it's still hot as Nicki Minaj left titty out there. Uh -uh. <laughs> it's not that hot. Just her left titty? Just the left one. That's what she showed. <laughs> the week before, it was hotter than that. Uh, <laughs> but stores have already changed over. They changed over. Like I said, they usually do it in January and in July, and sometimes as early as late June. So I'm going to help you remember this, all right? So next January, you don't, I only have to remind you of this. Remember this. When prices are, prices are high, when demand is high. Mm. Okay? When demand is low, prices are low. Really smart bargain shoppers know you buy your snow shovel when it's sunny. Right. You buy your umbrella when it's snowing. Mm -hmm. And you buy your sunglasses when it's raining. Right. Don't buy your grill around Memorial Day. That's when they cost the most. 
Buy one now. Fourth of July is over. <laughs> the store sold all those Fourth of July grills and those Memorial Day grills. They want to get rid of them now so they can make room for backpacks mm-hmm. and for Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving. Christmas. You heard me. Snow shovels. For more savings, if you want to wait, you can buy that grill after Labor Day weekend, but you run the risk of the item selling out. I also, and I'll make this real quick because we are over time. Remember what I told you before about stacking, coupons, mm-hmm. price matching. Go online, research what you're looking, look for other deals, look for other clearances. Now that, now that we got online, you can use that to your advantage when you go to the box store because most stores will match. Also, if you know like, hey, I can buy this online and they're going to give me free shipping. You can go to the store and say, I want you to ship to my house for free. Mm-hmm. They'll do that because they want your business. They want your money. So take advantage of those things. And remember that phrase, I, my favorite phrase I've taught you before, to ask the salesperson, can you do anything else for me price-wise? Now, most yes. stores, they're going to roll their eyes at you because you already getting a substantial discount. You're always getting clearance and using the coupon and you ask for free shipping and you say, can you do anything else for me? They're going to be like, well, I'm already giving you money. Just ask because mm-hmm. what do you care about what they think about you? You're right. trying to get savings. The worst they could say is no. And then what? You already, you still spend what you're going to spend. Um, if they say yes, you still get that much more savings. Mm-hmm. And that's my broke ass hack of the week. Yay. Okay, our question of the week, and we're going to go through these. We didn't have a great response this time. This is anyway. a hard one. It was, it was hard. It was a hard one, and then some people were acting brand new. I'm, I'm about to call our boy uh, Chaz out. I'll start calling him St. Charles because uh. this dude want to act like he ain't like butter won't melt in his mouth. Like he ain't never done nothing wrong to nobody ever. Like he ain't never cheated. He ain't never done He ain't done nothing. He's just like he had to go all the way back to though he's 10 years old and all this kind of stuff. Or whatever he was giving these examples where i'm like chaz it don't really count if like he's well i snitched on this one dude <laughs> and he went to jail for life but you know it was That's because he was, heavy. it was because he was a serial killer oh <laughs> it was like okay well does it really count as you doing something bad to him if he was doing something like far really worse? bad? Yeah, it's like that's the kind of examples he would give. And I was like, that don't really count. No. Like, uh, and it, he's not the only one. Other people were doing that too. My nephew, shout out to my nephew Deuce, who now listens to the show finally after five shout years. Out. But uh, Deuce, not to be confused with Deuce from uh, the Brand X podcast. This is my nephew Deuce who started this thing off with me five years ago with the Deuce and Dino show. Awesome. I don't think people like to admit in public forums that they've done bad stuff. Yeah, this, this, is what it, this was all about, like, just admitting that your flaws as a person, what maybe you learned from it, what you, you know, or a mistake that you made or whatever, just being vulnerable, just being, you know, just, it, it, that's, that's what it was about. It wasn't about, oh, I did this, but they deserved it because, no, 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 that defeats the whole thing. Like, what's the worst thing that you ever did as a person that was just wrong and you did it and you know you did it and you just own that thing? That's what I was looking for. Okay. So let's see, let's skip down to, we'll skip Deuce because his didn't really count that much either because it was one of those things that was deserved. But uh, shout out. Thanks for playing. Um, let's see. Let's see. The lack of time. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see what did Momo say. Momo said, when I worked with kids, I had a kid trip another kid down a flight of stairs. Momo. <laughs> now, that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> Momo, <laughs> thank you so much for playing. Thanks for writing in with this. But I, I, have, I have to ask a follow up. What did that kid do? Because I know he did something that and he might. So he, this might be defeating my whole thing. But I like the fact that you didn't include that. 
because that doesn't, you know, that doesn't, that, but it's, it's still kind of hard for me to imagine what this kid would have done that would have deserved that. I think your, 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 your revenge might have been overkill, <laughs> but I love it. It's hilarious. Um, that's good. You've been not ever do nothing like that to my kid. <laughs> she is. But I feel you on that, man. Um, I'm curious to know what it was. That's hilarious. So, right, write in and tell us what you did to that kid. Okay. Dijon is cracking up. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. Let's see. What else? Um, you know, Retanya's? Yeah, go ahead and Retanya's. I worked as a hostess in a restaurant when I was 20, and I told the manager that a waitress was giving her friends, friends free meals, which was true. She got fired, and I always felt bad because she like had five kids to feed at home. Damn. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Wow. It's like, ooh, that was a little bit extreme. Like the punishment and the. Versus the crime. Somebody, somebody snitched on me when I was working at KFC. That was giving free cookies to kids. Really? <laughs> to the kids. <laughs> I had a girl who liked me at KFC over my house. Like I would, if I went in like not that long before closing, she would hook me up. Oh yeah, you want some wings? We have. She would just like my mama was tired of chicken. Oh, you cute. I will, I'll give you a breast. <laughs> hey, my now, my mama. <laughs> okay. My mama would come to the KFC and just give me the hand signal, like bring the chicken home and walk out. I'd be like, damn, all right. This is another good one from Erica Lowry Jones. Hey, Erica. Shout out Twitter, baby. I don't think I should say, but I was upset, so I'ma say it. I sprayed bleach on some muffins because Ooh. my college roommate always took it upon themselves to eat my food. I said, tired. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Now, see, Chaz gave one that was similar to this one, but the reason why I didn't like his is because he told her, like, how he gave all these warnings and this and that, and so then he did something, and then it was like, well, you gave him all these warnings and stuff. That's kind of like they deserved it. Again, like, yeah. not really what I was looking for. But she didn't say she gave him a whole bunch of warnings. She just said she got tired of them always eating her food, and so she sprayed it with bleach. Right. <laughs> mm. She just said she's tired. Right. I asked her what happened after that. She said she don't know because it was, it was her, her last, last day. day. <laughs> Got on. Okay. Uh, this is a pretty good one too. This was an accident, but still, um, I got a chick banned from her senior prom on accident. She made a MySpace group. MySpace. De- yeah, exactly. <laughs> group dedicated to people who hated my. You know what? I don't know if I should read this one because this one was an accident too. This one don't really count. Sorry, Jonathan. Another cousin. Shout uh- out to Jonathan. Well, yeah, it doesn't count. It, he did it by accident. That's not what I was looking for. I ain't looking for no accidents. Uh, this one is okay. This is hilarious. When I was working at the airline, some, this is Cornell Stewart. When I was working at the airline, somebody complained about how long it was uh, taking to get their bags off the airplane. So I went upstairs, found their bags, opened it up, and put them on the conveyor belt and let everything fall out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck oh you! God. Now get your shit off the conveyor right? belt. Damn, <laughs> that one was horrible too. Let's see. Okay, there's, an, there's another good one. Carl, Mil- Carl Milburn said, I stole a dude's girl in college and, and I, I had, had to, to fight him, him and he lost. Wow. So he took this dude's girl and then kicked his ass. Why? He's like, he's like Tupac up in this. Fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Okay. <laughs> Hello. As a record label, a, a crew right, and an right, entourage. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so let's go in here real quick. Pip, what's, what's yours? Okay, so I'm not a vengeful person, but right. I did go after somebody one time that was really awful. So I've had two awful, awful roommates since I've moved to L.A. Mm. Um, and both of them at the very end were, I would say, cruel to mm-hmm. me. Actually, they went out of their way to be vicious and nasty to mm-hmm. me. 
So the first one that did it, um, my first part, he was actually a meth head as well, and he was a horrible person. I think the drugs made him worse. So I moved out. He was in, out of the country, and I moved out while he was gone. And while I was packing up all my shit, um, I, was, I couldn't find some of my stuff. So I went to his room, and sure enough, he had my stuff in his closet. And I was so angry, and I was so pissed off at him. So uh, he's a gay dude, too. And I went, and I found his uh, lube, personal lubrication that was by his bed, and I put some toilet bowl cleaner in it, and I shook <gasps> it up. And I left it. At, I left him a gift. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, that bitch didn't give me my deposit back either. Uh uh-uh, uh. So he deserved whatever rash he got. Now, if there's somebody else that was involved with that, that may have been also an unintended victim, I, I do humbly apologize. <laughs> we call that but collateral but damage. But you, collateral you damage. was fucking the wrong dude. Okay. Who fucked with me and he got fucked over. Who fucked with the wrong dude? Okay. Hello. Wow. Okay, Dijon, did you come up with something? Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Um. I cut somebody out real, real bad in public one time because it was it, like a sprint store situation. No, 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 no. This is like, like a, a meter maid. <laughs> Damn. This Damn. sounds surprising. <laughs> I'd have been in some shit. <laughs> um, no, actually, it was it was a guy. Man, he was a really good friend of mine too, and I really, really, really felt bad. And he didn't do anything wrong, but I just cussed him out because I lost my purse and I blamed him. It, 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 it. it, it I just cussed him out. And I cussed him out in front of everybody. And I told him all about himself, that he was not shit. And he didn't do nothing. And then I found my purse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he was wrong? I, I left it in the bathroom, in the girl's bathroom. Wow. Yes. So you were wrong. I was completely wrong. Did you ever apologize? Of course I did. I apologized profusely. Because I ain't never apologized to that bitch I put that toilet bowl cleaner in. Yeah, I had to apologize. <laughs> I had to apologize. I, I hope his ass terrible. is itchy today. Right. To this date. I hope yeah. I hope his dick burnt off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mine is this. The, my worst thing that I did was when I had the uh, what do you call it? I guess the online affair on my wife. So that's that's the mm. worst thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It was I got caught up with the with an with an ex, and it was nothing physical. Nothing ever happened. We were never even in the same state at the same time. But. Uh, it was, there was some back and forth, you know, on text and stuff, whatever, and social media for a couple of weeks. And yeah, it was bad. I'm still paying for it. Just so you know, like, yeah, that's pretty worse. Big time. I didn't know you won. <laughs> was it a contest? <laughs> you got, you still got all your toes? She ain't cutting nothing off? Well, I know I followed the rules. Oh, okay. So. All right. But, uh, all right. So next week's question is. I was, oh, what? Go ahead. I had something I want to say. Pip reminded me earlier we passed our one year anniversary on the show together. No, it's coming up. No, it was last month. No, it's July. It's July now. Yeah, it's the last month. It's the last, the last day, the uh, last whatever. Oh, I thought we started the first. La, la, we didn't start the first week of June. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, my mistake. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Trick <Check-check. laughs> Okay, so the question for next week, uh, July the twenty second. July twenty second is um, what? What? What technology? How do I phrase this? I was thinking because we're the whole meat thing that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What technological advancement? That that's com- that's coming up or approaching. Are you really afraid of or something like that? Like, are you afraid to? Gosh, I, didn't, I didn't really think it all the way through, but I was thinking about like some sort of uh, how could we ask them like what what 
What hmm. technology? You know, what techno- technological advancement are they? In what fear future of? technology scares you the most? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, what yeah. future technology Why fear? scares you the most? Or why or, not or something you... that excited? Something excited about or looking forward to? Okay. Okay. Or both. It could be that. Okay. What, scares you or excites you? Yes. I'm what future technology that that's approaching. Because I can't think of anything that scares me because I don't know about the unknown. I'm I'm leery. I'm not scared. Well, there's a lot of stuff though because see, you're not a technophobe, so that's why. Because like you're not like people, the robots. Yeah, are, that's what I was gonna robots say. Robots are like big. Are I'm, becoming a, big. I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not ignorant to. I'm aware of that. I right. understand what's going on. But I'm not. Yeah. Af- I'm not afraid well, of. That's it. what I'm saying. Because you're not a technophobe. Uh, there's a lot of people. Like I would be scared if I knew more. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> some people are scared of heights. Some but, aren't. We, we some just, people are scared right, of technology. Right, right. Oh, aren't. oh, technophobe. Right. I see what you're saying. I think you're saying like like if I was more technically. Never mind. No, no, I'm saying you're not, you don't fear <laughs> yeah, technology. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I'm for it. Okay. So, yeah. if you can make my life easier, yes. So, like, so, yeah, so name an upcoming technology that you are excited about or that you're afraid Fearful. of. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. All right. Tell us about it. Cool. Name something. Mm. Okay. And BTG's voicemail, it can hold. It's not, uh, it's not very show specific anyway. It's, it's tied to the, it's the Kobe and LeBron thing. He addresses that. But uh, we can play that next time. Let me also give a quick shout out to BTG personally because I was sick this past week and I posted up on Instagram and he sent me a nice personal message. And I appreciate Aww, it. Oh, shout out, BTG. Baylor. He is the man. You are. You are great. All right, you guys. So that wraps up another episode of The Shiznit Show. Thank you guys for riding with us. Uh, don't forget to share the show. Don't forget to uh, give us some reviews. Yes. Been a minute. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next week. So for Dijon Monique. Just the girl in my world. For Pip Lily. I will always love you. Oh, damn. That <laughs> was strong. Yes. Uh, for Dino Red, saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.